Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Two more murders, 15 miles well, away. Arrived, they found the telephone and described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. murder. On February 21st, 1841, a man was arrested for a single murder. He was convicted rather quickly and was sentenced to death for his crimes. Then, as the trial ended, more information about the mysterious man came to light. Because this man, a man named John Lynch, was a serial killer who'd been roaming the Barima area of Australia for years, committing brutal murders. And, though the word didn't exist yet, Lynch would later be known as Australia's worst serial killer. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. John Lynch was born in 1813 in Cavan, Ireland. When he was 17 years old, he was convicted of false pretenses and, two years later, sentenced to penal transportation. His new location? Australia. On July 1st, 1832, he boarded a ship and headed to New South Wales. From there, he was sent to the newly founded village of Barima, located near Sydney. At first, he seemed to keep his nose clean and worked as a convict laborer on various farms. Then, at some point, he joined a gang of bushrangers, and things started to spiral out of control. On February 19, 1841, a man named Hugh Tinney 
was on his way to Sydney when he saw a dingo rummaging around a pile of brush. Upon closer inspection, he realized it was the body of a man whose head had been bashed in with a heavy blunt object. He was able to identify the man with some of his belongings as Kearns Ladring. Kearns had last been seen having dinner with a farmer named Dunleavy, just two nights before, not far from where his body now lay. The trail to find this Dunleavy led to a nearby farm once owned by the Mulligan family. The farm, after the Mulligans sold it and disappeared without telling a soul, was now owned by John Dunleavy. Yet, a local barmaid identified the man everyone was calling John Dunleavy as a local named John Lynch. All of this was enough for police, and John Lynch was arrested on February 21st, 1841 for the murder of Kearns Landrigan. He, of course, claimed his innocence, but on March 21st, 1842, a little more than a year after his arrest, John Lynch was brought to trial. After just an hour of deliberation, he was found guilty. But then things got really interesting. You see, after the guilty verdict was handed down, the court received some interesting information. John Lynch, who had just been found guilty for a single murder, was actually implicated in the murder-slash-disappearances of at least eight other people. The first being a man named Ireland and the aboriginal boy who assisted him in driving cattle loaded with supplies. John decided he wanted what the pair had and beat both with a tomahawk. Both bodies were hidden, their cattle and supplies stolen and resold. He did the same to a father and son named Fraser. Their cattle stolen as well. Oh, and the Mulligan family who sold him the farm and disappeared in the night? He killed the four members of that family before burning them on a pyre and claiming new ownership of the property. His last victim was Kearns, the one whose body started this whole investigation. They also heard how, in 1835, he narrowly escaped being hanged after being implicated in another murder, that of Tom Smythe. It seemed that, everywhere John Lynch went, he left a trail of bodies behind him. Well, he wouldn't escape the gallows this time. He was, without hesitation, sentenced to death by hanging. After he exhausted every appeal he had, John Lynch was hanged on April 22, 1842. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 22nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.